Hello friends and welcome. I hope you all woke up this morning with medicine on your mind. I know I sure did. My name is Sonia Surya and I am so excited that you're here with me on this unique journey in exploring various medical fields and how to navigate the educational and professional pathways within them. If you're like me and are thinking of a career in healthcare or are even just interested in hearing about different careers in general, keep listening to hear from a real professional about their personal experiences and advice. There is no better way to explore the field of medicine. And of course, if you enjoy this episode and others, feel free to share this podcast with friends and family. My main goal here is to bring as much knowledge as I can to as many different people as possible. So with that, let's get right into our interview for the day. Hi. Hi. Hello, is that Sonia? Yeah, this is Sonia. Hi, Sanya. Nice, nice to talk to you. Yeah, it's nice to finally talk to you too. Um, so I'm just gonna jump straight into questions. This is kind of kind of be like a recorded phone call type thing. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So and yeah. so. So before as before as, you begin, yeah. before mm-hmm. you begin, I must congratulate you on this absolutely fabulous task that you're doing. I do think this is going to benefit a number of kids out there who are in the future going to struggle, uh, probably trying to find their way through medicine and then trying to figure out which branch they should be opting for because it is one of the challenges once you start your medical studies. Fabulous. So I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Okay. Up with your questions. <laughs> Thank you. I'll just take it as it comes okay yeah um fine it's it's just a job in a day's work i think <laughs> all right mm-hmm. okay Bye. well thank you so much um yeah. so first off would you just be able to introduce yourself to our listener so your name mm-hmm. career where you live you doing that part okay perfect so my name is summer zia I am an EFR trainee in obstetrics and gynecology. I live in the United Kingdom and I'm presently working in York NHS Trust in York Hospitals, York. I live in this very beautiful place, York. Um, I've got two kids with me, got a young family at hand that keeps mm-hmm. me very, very much occupied along with the work I have. So from the time that I get, managing my two lovely kids and being very engaged mother that I am I like to read I'm a very ardent reader um I like reading um themes based on inspirational leaders like Abraham Lincoln mm, yeah. Robert Kennedy um you name it and I've read it so um I I, I take a lot of pleasure because I think they, they inspire me um, with my job requiring a lot of leadership and communication skills. These books do give me an advantage, I think so, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I also like traveling. I think that's my way of relaxing, being able to connect with nature and beauty and just being able to just, you know, kind of whiz away the, the stress Right. that you have in, in your normal rhythm of life. 
Um, I love watching documentaries. Again, that gives me a kind of a global perspective into how the way the world works or, or what's going on. Um, again, it, it, it's a way I build my character basically. Um, so that's a, what I do. I'm not a sportsman, so I can't, I've never engaged in any kind of sports activity. So these are not my hobbies or areas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about me basically in a nutshell. That's super. You're a reader and you like to be inspired by other um, inspirational people. That's, that's yeah. something that's yeah. really cool, I think. Perfect. Um, so my next question is, how did you originally decide that you wanted to pursue medicine? Fine. So, um, well, in all honesty, I think I come from an Asian background. Mm -hmm. People tend to kind of think more in lines of um, doing medicine as a career for their kids. And I think it was a seed that was kind of planted by my parents quite early on in my journey. well, regardless, I think um, medicine is a career that matches my personality. Uh, it's a very subjective thing when you start developing yourself because you 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 kind of grow in it. Um, I'm a person who likes a lot of challenges. I'm ambitious. I like planning. I like control. And I like right. healing and connection um, and the kind of um um kind of uh what should i say a kind of a sense of achievement you get from from being able to deliver happiness to set yeah. a set of community i'm in contact with so uh, that's where my journey for medicine began why i chose obstetrics was plainly because i'm a very gentle person and i love life and labor and delivery is a very unique experience in a couple or a parent's life uh, the joy it brings to them that moment is versatile that moment is absolutely precious that moment cannot be replayed it cannot be accounted for um it, so so i think being a part of that moment being being able to help women in that journey, being able to help couples, parents, grandparents in that journey is an absolutely beautiful and absolutely unique experience. And I think the joy it brings to me and the satisfaction it brings to me at the end of the day, regardless of the pressure that I face, is, is, is just superb, it's, it's beyond words. So that's where I think my mind, yeah my interest in obstetrics came from so yeah yeah, I think yeah that that that's where I think again as I said this is this will be your journey you will explore you will be inspired you will think and build in your own way in your own fashion there are people who are more interested in healing um who feel that that's the way the medicine is they get involved in more of a caring job like midwifery they get involved yeah. with a lot of other forms of job like medicine where you get to connect with at a different level with a different set of population um with obstetrics you have a very unique set of population 
you have an entire set of medical complications or, or themes that are very unique to it. Um, you, you, they, they cannot be overlapped with any other specialty. So basically, when you, when you are doing an obstetrics and gynecology training, you are, you are, an, you are basically a specialist in that. Um, you have a certain set of skills that no other medical personnel will be able to do or perform. So it's, it's very unique. It's, it's very, very different. And that's one of its greatest outcome that, that right. you stand, yeah, a little bit further up. Yeah, so, I love that. I love how you mentioned that you're a very gentle person and that kind of drove you to one certain field. I think that that oh, is helpful for yeah. people to realize they can be introspective and reflect on, you know, what about their personality would match with something. Yeah. So it, it, as I said, it's going to be your journey. You'll explore. I would though recommend, always recommend, don't just pick a branch because you're enthusiastic about it. Pick a branch because you see a reason and a connection there. Um, mm. One of the best ways of doing it is probably uh, doing lots of rotations, doing lots of academic work, taking time once you've done your foundation, your training, in spending time in obstetrics or, or whatever, whatever specialty you want, spend six months and more or a year at most in that specialty to be able to understand what, what will be your course of action. How are you going to see yourself doing this um, and way, how it's going to work for you and yourself? And for your family, it's very, very important to have a very, very um, good quality of life also. And I think with, with, with time and technology, these things are becoming more important um, to consider. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, what does the educational pathway to becoming a doctor look like in the UK? And what has yours looked like specifically? Right. Okay. So in UK, the medical education for being a medical student is quite standard. You have to go to your A levels, go to get a good grade, and then you are into the medical school. You apply to different medical schools. Um, it's very competitive. It's extremely competitive, um, and um, depending on your grade, you get into the medical school. Um, the medical school training is for four, four and a half years, and then you start your foundation year training, which is for two more years. And then most um, most students or trainings basically take time for a year or so to explore the specialties they want to. Beyond that, uh, once they start, they have decided on the specialty they want. They spend seven years training to become a consultant and at the end of those seven years you will be a consultant and you'll basically um, be an expert in that area. Whilst they're doing these seven years many many of the trainees choose to take time out of program and then specialize in various other um, other subspecialties or their interests or the leads they want to be in. 
So that's uh, in a nutshell the journey in in UK. A lot of lot of information on the Royal College website for those who want to read through it. There is a section there that talks to you about um, students looking uh, in, a, in a, looking at a career in obstetrics and gynaecology. It takes you through the experiences of other students what they have felt, how, how they plan their journey. So there are lots and lots of information on Royal College website. So um, if you want to have, for those who, who are interested yeah. there, they can read through it. Um, the, for me, I had a little different journey because I did my medical studies back home in India. And then uh, it's quite a short journey there. Then did my two years master's there sorry, three years master's there, and then worked a year in Saudi and moved to UK. So, and then started my training here. So, um, so and then I'm, I'm basically um, two years short of becoming a consultant now, but for the remaining two years, I'm going to um, um, pay, take kind of a subspecialty interest in reproductive medicine. Um, I'm doing my master's in reproductive medicine at the same point of time while managing my training as well as family. So uh, you have to do all these things in order to just build up your CV or your interest. As I said, I am the person who is quite, um, quite, uh, quite easily influenced by, by the rarity of, of this branch in itself. So to me, reproductive medicine or IVF is my passion because I think um, having a baby is a very natural thing that's what nature designed you for and why shouldn't people have that rare <laughs> something that's that's right. yeah there's something that's 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 nature has made you for why shouldn't people be able to have that so for me IVF is my area where I think i I'd be very, very happy to help people yeah. overcome some very uh, unique set of problems again. So uh, that's my journey, Sanya. So anything specific, if you want to ask, I'm more than happy to um, improvise. No, I think I think that something that I was wondering is that other than going into an obstetrics and gynecology field, did you have other specialties that you were interested in at some point? Uh, yes, I was quite interested in general medicine or internal medicine. That's what you all use in the United States. Um, mm -hmm. um, I, the, the only reason I didn't opt for it was... Um, Possibly it required a lot of just general practice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it To me, it just looked like it had the burden of a lot and lot of clinical knowledge. And mm. I started thinking that uh, when the area is just too wide, I might just get lost in this sea of knowledge that would be thrown at me. Let me find right. something that's more specific and more objective to my purpose than than um, 
than general medicine. So yeah, I again, as I would I would say, is I have little experience. I didn't explore much, and I do reflect on this and think I probably should have uh, done a little bit more research into what I was doing. But then I absolutely love my job, so no regrets there. Yeah. Um, my next question is: You mentioned that you did your med school in India, and then I think you said you went to Saudi, and now you're in the UK. So what what differences have you noticed in how medicine is practiced in different areas of the world, and why have you chosen to kind of end up in the UK now? Okay, right. So um, the kind of medicine that any of you are ever going to practice will be dependent or subjective to the practice in that part of the subcontinent. Um, in India, because because it's um, because um, the hospital I was working in basically it's a government setup, and you look at a very unique set of problems that are very unique to India itself. So you had lots of women being denied some very, very ordinary, normal care, people dying of anemia, people dying of iron deficiencies. I mean, they were, they were things that, that you get to see and you actually have to then go back home and take this with you home thinking, what have I done to deserve a life better than them? Um, but, but then, it, it, it was a very, very, um, very, very, I would say, um, difficult job for me, I think. I found it quite difficult, quite, um, quite thought-provoking at times right. because there, there were areas that you would think, oh, my goodness, these people, are, they just don't have enough support uh, to help them through a a very manageable situation, things that just could be simply addressed differently, lack of education, a lack of global community, and probably local networking did affect on these people's health significantly. Um, because of the set of population that you're dealing there, you don't get to develop on, on the um, on the set of techn technical skills that you really need to develop. Um, for instance, the world is really moving fast in the world where the international platform is working on robotics or AI-guided surgical techniques. India is a still, right. India was still aware was it was still in the phases of trying to root itself, getting the basic needs supplied. So I wanted, at that point of my life, I wanted to explore, and it was driven by ambition and enthusiasm. I have to do this. And this is just a stage in your life. I decided, no, I have to do this. Um, and I have to, to, to just develop myself, learn better, develop more, improve my outcome as a clinician, improve my outcome as an academic professional. And I have to then probably explore a little bit of where what, what the what the more developed nations are doing um why i landed in saudi was a was a very personal reason and it had nothing to do with with um, with being there for the purpose of education but again saudi i found had 
an excellent healthcare system, quite, 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 um, uh, quite a well-structured infrastructure there. Um, women were really cared for uh, nicely, but they they didn't do a lot of gynecology. They did most mostly obstetrics, and they didn't do the higher form of obstetrics. They basically um, did uh, the, the the basic ones. So I then wanted, as I said, I was always I was on a path of of developing myself, structuring myself. Um, so I decided I need to go to UK because that was that is where they where the world or the international platform of um, highest level of education rests, and it was the easiest easier route for me. So um, so yeah, I was there and I got into training, and um, and I am absolutely happy about that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, that sounds like quite a journey you've had I think that's so cool that you've been in so many places to do your education absolutely Absolutely. I do feel that it it, it is this this unique journey that I made that has made me the person I am and it has made me better every day there's just so much so much to look at so much information to gather so much to 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 improve in yourself and um, and be able to help others at the same point of time through experience, basically. Right, right. Um, and so thank you so much for doing this today. I just have one last question yeah, to right. wrap up the interview. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know if you had one piece of advice to give young people looking into medicine, what would that be? Right, so... Um, my idea or advice would be do a lot of research. Look at, um, do rotations, attend drills. Um, I, for instance, in UK, all, uh, uh, the medical school encourages trainees to run drills. I run drills for um, for 13 years old, 14 years old, 15 years old. I always ask them to write me um any questions they have. So get information gathering is the soul of everything. So gather as much information as you can. Spend time, research, just don't look at internet, have a first-hand experience, be there, be present, do some research, get involved first line. Um, We have a lot of um, um, 13 year old, 14, 15 years old doing a day or a couple of days or a week um, as an observer. So I would I would definitely encourage that in whatever specialty you want to, whether you think you can actually take on medicine, whether or not, and you'll have a lot of um, information from there. One of the most important things here is people will give you a lot of conflicting opinions. Because right. they would they would say things from their personal experience, from their journey. Don't get put off by the negatives that will be thrown at you. This will be anywhere, anywhere. Competition, stress, burnt out will always be there. No matter you you work as a mortgage advisor, or you work as a CA, you work as a CEO, 
you still will have to develop, do leadership, teamwork, communication, all sorts of things. So um, it's very important to, to develop a plan specific to yourself, what you want to be. I want to be a person for me, for instance, for me, I want, I, I'm a person who, who is just by nature wants to help. And I am that person. For me, this was, this was what I was going to do. I'm going to help people. If you're a person who is, um, who is a planner, who wants to, to, to take things at a different scope, you would immediately understand once you are there physically seeing things and then judging for yourself how you're going to work around this is this what you really want so i I would say information gathering is the most important thing right well thank you so much again i loved all the advice and all the things you had to share today um so i know you're really really busy with your family and training and everything it's always there all right signing all the best to you as i said you're doing a wonderful job okay thank you so so all the best to you okay take thank you bye Wasn't it just so wonderful to hear from such an incredible professional? I truly hope you were able to think medicine with me today. Again, my name is Sonia Surya and I'm from Portland, Oregon in the United States. I'm always open to hearing new ideas that I can try out. If you have ideas for me, want to learn something more, or just want to send me your thoughts, click the voice message button on my profile at anchor.fm slash thinkmedicine or send it directly through the link anchor.fm slash thinkmedicine slash message. I'd love to hear from you all directly, and I'm open to expanding the type of content I offer. If you enjoyed this episode, share this podcast with someone who you think would love it as well. Thank you for being here today, and I'll talk to you again on the next episode of Think Medicine with Sonia.